Come on in. Come on in. <laughs> Come on in. Welcome, welcome. The slow road to better. Why do we do the slow road to better? Well, we've been lucky where we can talk about it to our our friends, people here at the Stroke Comeback Center, but now then we can tell more people across the world to learn about it. What is the it that we're talking about? Aphasia. Stroke yeah. survivors. Mm-hmm. TBI people. Life moves on. Inspiration. Help listeners. That our inspiration of a bridge of hope. I love it. Trying to help each other a lifeline. Part of it also is we started doing it. It's not because not because we just wanted to tell everyone to see what happened to us, but also we wanted to get better talking ourselves oh, with the phaser, and we wanted to one day. It's not going to phaser is not leaving it, but we'd like to crush it a little bit. Let's listen and listen in. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Good. How are good. you? I'm good. So. For our listeners, we have a very special guest today, and her name is Jordan Pierce. Let me tell you about Jordan. She is a speech-language pathologist and assistive technology specialist. She is the vice president of clinical operations and development for Constant Therapy, an app company that provides evidence-based speech, language, and cognitive therapy activities for patients to use at home and for clinicians to use to help them. Jordan also runs her own private practice in Western Massachusetts. And just so you know, for the listeners, today is Jordan's birthday. So not only is she awesome, but she is awesome and working on her birthday, hanging out with us here on the slow road to better. So welcome, Jordan. We're glad you're with us today. Oh, thank you. I couldn't ask for better birthday company. <laughs> oh, that's because you don't know us well yet. Yeah, that's still pretty depressing. <laughs> we'll see if I still say that at the end of the podcast. <laughs> so Jordan, what's going to happen is I am going to turn over the interview to all the members who actually made the special request to have someone from Constant Therapy come and chat about the app. With that, I'm going to turn it over to them, but also feel free to ask them any questions that you would like as well. Great. All right. So Guys. how long how long have they have been using the, uh, what are they called, the CT? Yeah, so CT has been around for about eight years now. Um, it actually started in Dr. Swathi Kieran's lab. Um, and, and it was a kind of effort to make all of these paper-based tasks that we know work really well, um, make them more available and easily accessible through technology. And it just kind of spiraled from there and became its own company. And now here we are eight years later. So how many, how many people use it on like from the, uh, uh, how do you call it? Like the, the web or from like the the iPad or the iPhone or whatever? Yeah, great question. So we work on iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle um, or Amazon Fire tablets. And there have been over 300,000 people who have used it to date. That's great. That's great. 
Yeah. Before I get into all the detail, can you describe how you work with aphasia and what kind of things you do and the benefits and what you're still working on? Absolutely. So they do aphasia. Yeah. So specifically for aphasia, we have a lot of different tasks that work on helping you retrieve the words. Sometimes when I describe aphasia, it's like someone took your filing cabinet of words mm-hmm. and dumped it on the floor. And then they put everything back in the filing cabinet, but they didn't put it back in the right folder. So it's like, you know, the word is there. It's just a matter of getting it to come back to you. Um, So a lot of the tasks in constant therapy are helping you to kind of rebuild that file folder organization system. So we work on things like categorizing words, identifying important features of words. We also work on the way that words sound. So like rhyming, figuring out whether a sound contains or whether a word contains a specific sound or not. Um, And we even actually have some voice recognition in the software. So you can practice saying a word when you see a picture of it, um, or you can even practice describing a picture. The app will pick up your entire sentence um, and go from there. And then we also have reading and writing tasks within the app too. So all of that kind of works together to work on that aphasia piece. And then we also have some tasks too that will help with things like attention um, Mm. and then also, you know, uh, memory. So we do a lot of auditory memory and it's nice too, because that helps with some of the more comprehension pieces of aphasia where, you know, one of the tasks is you practice listening to a voicemail and then you have to answer questions about it. Um, so that helps with the memory piece, the attention piece, and with the language comprehension piece. So it's good bang for your buck. That's one of my mm-hmm. favorite tasks. Yeah, I like, uh, I'm kidding. I like the constant therapy. I like the naming thing and the voice. The voice is so confusing. Uh, hello, uh, hi, memory. Uh, hi, George. Uh, I got to go, but uh uh tomorrow blah 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 on saturday i forgot the blah 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 can you please blah 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 oh my god it's so confusing it's tough right yeah a fun story about that task is we actually got everyone who works at the company to take turns recording voicemails because we wanted it to be a lot of different voices so that that way you get the practice because as we know, when people call us on our phones and leave us super confusing messages, mm-hmm. sometimes they're cutting in and out of cell reception. So we tried to make it really practical, but definitely a challenge for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, I was the phone, the voice message in my friends. I just, I just uh, record and record it, record it. I just listen it. Okay, what? I just list. I just uh, writing. Wait, what? 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 I just uh, five or six times. Yeah. Well, it's a good strategy to write it because that. Helps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Great question. So, out of curiosity, how many of you all have used constant therapy before? Me. I did. Excellent. Right, so, I for I the listeners who can't really see um, a My show of hands. <laughs> Okay, so was that that was four out of the five folks, right, that are on here right now that have used constant therapy. 
And just to be fair to other apps, you don't have to name them, but do you guys use other apps in addition to Constant Therapy? The same as the app. Um, yeah, it's, I know. Um, it's many. Uh, I, I didn't know the app um, low-key just um, um, the app and um, just different things and um, um, it's very uh, challenging and um, just different things and uh, I realized that oh on the paper and you write and and that's it no you um, challenging and progress and um, yeah it's uh, it, it definitely is just the new age so it's pretty um, uh, challenging very very good I'm glad to hear it oh Kitty's holding up her constant therapy I can just see like Kathy. you just mm -hmm. like you <laughs> okay, I have to tell you, I promise they didn't design the avatar to look like me. <laughs> Just like you. That's so funny. So for anyone who hasn't on the podcast who's listening who hasn't downloaded Constant Therapy yet, when you download it, you may find that the avatar looks a little bit like me. <laughs> it's not intentional. <laughs> and Dante, you brought up a really great point, actually. So one of the cool things about the app that we're really excited about is we use all of the technology and artificial intelligence on the back end to look and see how all of the users are doing. And if you're doing really well at a task, we give you something harder but if it looks like something is too hard, we'll give you something a little bit easier. So that way the app is always kind of mm -hmm. trying to match yeah. exactly where you are and keep you challenged, but not make you frustrated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, would Do they have uh, like, because I remember the ones I had before was like trying to practice spelling the words. Yeah. So do they have it um, for like, you know, I got I got hurt many years ago, so I can I'm better reading like cat and dog and fish or whatever now. But so over time, it gets higher and higher and harder and harder. Yeah, exactly. So we started with something like you're just dragging little letter tiles. They almost look like Scrabble tiles um, to match a word. And then it gets harder to where we take away some of the letters. And now you're doing a little bit of copying a word, and then you have to spell a word that you hear, you spell a word that you see just the picture of, so then you have to also think of the word and then spell it. Um, and, and then we also have some tasks where you have to pick which word goes correctly into the sentence. So that one's a little bit more, it's kind of a combination there of reading and writing. Yeah, I mean, this is so interesting with the brain because I've been you know, I, I talk too much, but I can't <laughs> read. I can't really yeah. spell very good at all, you know, yeah. if I have to. So we definitely don't fully understand the brain yet. And that's why I'm glad we've got so many amazing scientists out there who are trying to figure it out. But to your point, Pat, I mean, it's crazy that, you know, you have one area that can be really pretty easy, it feels like to you, and another area that's still really, really hard. Yeah. Um, um, this is Aaron. 
um, um, and um, so I, um, um, I used constant therapy um, in the past. And um, it, you know, helped me, helped me, um, it helped me, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, and, um, but I wanted to know, um, because I, um, similar to Pat, I'm, you know, um, I'm better at memory, you know, what types of things um, do it, what types of things does constant therapy have for people who are like me and Pat and all of us that, you know, um, that aphasia's still there, but um, you know, um, but we tweak it or I don't know. Um, yeah. Are, are you asking kind of like what higher level, more challenging yes. tasks are in there? Yeah, yes. definitely. Oh, so one that I have a hard time with, I'll be honest, <laughs> there's one called say words in a category where the app will read you a long list of words. And then you have to say back only the words that are in a specific category. So it might give you a whole bunch of words that are, you know, some that are furniture, some that are clothes, some that are animals, and it'll tell you only repeat back the words that are animals. So that's a nice one to help with that kind of, you know, how I was talking about putting the words back in your folders and your brain. That's yeah. a good one for that. Um, the, some of the other tough tasks in there, there's following directions, which goes all the way up to like, to level 10. So a lot of our tasks have multiple levels of difficulty. That one's definitely a challenging one. There's also one called everyday math and the, uh, my father was a math teacher, so he would be um, horrified for me to say this, but math is not my strong suit. <laughs> and there are some really tricky tasks in there. There's actually some tax return questions where you're working on answering questions Ooh. about tax forms um, and some other really complicated kind of reading comprehension tasks that also use math. So those are some of the most challenging ones in there, but you'll notice if, um, if you have constant therapy, if you haven't gone into self-guided mode yet, give it a try because you can go in and change your own tasks. Mm -hmm. And you can also go and explore what tasks are in there. And the sneaky trick I'll tell you all is they're listed from easiest to hardest. So if once you expand all the menus, you'll see there's a huge list of tasks. There are over 85 different tasks in there. Mm -hmm. um, and they're listed in there from easiest to hardest. So go, you can always go in and kind of try them out. And if you like them, just add them to your homework list. Okay. Because I, um, I had, um, um, the speech, um, therapy, um, um, I was working with the speech therapy, um, um, therapist and, um, she helped me um, set it up and, you know, but um, 
when um, it ended and I was still using it, the constant therapy, I didn't know how, you know, because I was working on my cell phone, I didn't know how to change the settings. Mm -hmm. So how do you do it on your cell phone or um, do you have to have a computer? Great do question. You, uh, oh, go ahead. Can you, um, can you just, uh, um, how do you say the word? I have really, really, really bad aphasia. So could you please tell us really slow so I could understand? You bet. And I'm going to do bad. one. I'm going to do one better for you. I'm going to tell you where there's a video on how to do it. So if you go to our website and click for patients and then click how to videos, you're going to see a video that's all about self-guided mode and it will show you how to do it from your cell phone. Oh, and Kitty found it too. <laughs> She's holding it up now. So for those of you who are just listening, Kitty has her settings open and she then, if she clicks use self-guided mode at the top, then you're going to see all of the different tasks mm -hmm. that you can try oh. and then you can add them to your assigned exercises mm -hmm. on the right. Kitty, we should hire you as a hand model. This is wonderful. <laughs> and the percent is true. And um, more and more um, um, level one, two, three, four, and you accomplish. And, uh, and the another one is um, the numbers is small and little by little. Um, is it gets harder. So yeah, it's really good. Exactly. Thank you, Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> She's got her hand. She does. <laughs> Kitty's like uh, the Vanna. She's our Vanna White of the slow road to better. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, I have a question. If you have it set, for the app to automatically update or change tasks. If the clinician goes in and makes a change, will it stay or will it get updated? Like when the app updates? Great question. So there's two options for that. Either you can leave it on uh, and it being our neuroperformance engine. So that's the artificial intelligence in the background that's updating things. If you leave it on, then the app will look at how the patient does when they go through and complete the tasks. If they seem like they need an update, the app will update it, but you can turn that feature off. Um, so like I have a couple of patients who I use it with in my practice and I actually have the automatic updates turned off because I like to kind of go in and tweak it over time myself. And then what would happen? Cause I find the same thing, right? Like, I'm like, oh my God, 10 reps of this is way too much. Yeah. Like I just want five, but 
it doesn't stay at five, it goes back up. Okay, so that answers my question. And then what about if Erin goes in as the, so what you just said into the self-guided mode. So she goes in, she picks the tasks and the number of repetitions she wants. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know it well enough from the user end. Can she pick, what does she have that option for it to self-update? And then what happens to what she put in? Good question. So we usually have auto update turned on, but if you ever have a problem like that, you can call our customer support team and they can help you figure it out. And they're really, really friendly on the phone. Mm. They're great. Um, I highly recommend calling them. Um, And they would be happy to help you adjust your tasks or walk you through anything on the phone. Um, And also they can help you with anything like having auto updates on or off. So are, um, are they patient because um, um, all, um, I need patience. Yes, and I have to tell you, Erin, sometimes I don't help my patients on purpose and I make them call support because I know that they're so patient and it's such good practice. <laughs> So sometimes I'll recommend to them for a little practice that they call support and get a little help um, because they're very patient and they take their time. They won't rush you. So I, I'm a little biased because I know them all, but they're all just really, really friendly and nice. Okay. For our listeners, Jordan, can you tell us about what it costs, if there's any scholarships available, if people can't afford it and anything like a new user would need to know, is there a way to try it out without having to pay for it first and that kind of information? You bet. So we have a 14 day free trial, which I recommend to everyone because you should absolutely know if this is a good fit for you before you start. And then after that, you can choose to pay monthly or annually. And monthly it's $29.99 and annually it's $2.99. 299. Um, So the good news though, is that ultimately the thing we care about the most is that anyone who needs this app can get it. So if you have any financial difficulties, just call our customer support team. We do it on an honor system and we will give a scholarship to anyone who needs one. And that scholarship could be, I can pay half of this. It could be, I can't pay any of this. It doesn't matter to us. What we really care about is people who need the app getting access to it. So if money is a problem and we know that can be really common when you're dealing with aphasia, absolutely call us and we will make it work for you. They got one dollar a day. Exactly. Good point, Kitty. It is one dollar a day. (laughs) Yeah, one dollar a day. I think you all need to hire a Kitty. Can you tell that she was in marketing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was at marketing uh, my uh, international hotel. Oh, wow. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) One more day. (laughs) This is great. Does anybody have any other questions for Jordan about the app? About constantly? uh, I am practice, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. 
That's awesome. Um, no. I was just going to say, no, knowing Kitty, I'm sure she's found all of the data reports that are in constant therapy too. So you can see your progress <laughs> and you can also see it on the computer. So the system will email you with your updates after every time you practice. And then you can look at all your progress on your computer, or you can look at it on your phone or your tablet in the app. Jordan, That's what do you wish we had asked you that we didn't, that you think the listener should know? Oh man. You know, I think just reiterating that I really mean it when I say, if, if money's an issue, please call us because we really will make it work for you. I think that's the biggest thing. And, you know, we're, we're always looking for different ways that we can try and figure out um, how to help get insurance to help pay for constant therapy. That's a big priority for us right now. We're trying really hard to figure that out um, because healthcare is expensive and, you know, we really want to make sure that everybody's got access to it who needs it. I had a question. Have you found out or how many people do you think that were in the military and they've they've gotten out or they use it now after you know got hurt in the war just got you know back in the united states got hurt or something do you know that's a great question pat if you are a veteran and there are many many veterans who use our program i would encourage you to check out our four veterans web um page on our website because there are some VAs who um, are helping patients to pay for constant therapy. Go to the website. Are you allowed to say like how many people you think that were that were in the military? So I actually don't know that number um, because often we'll have a patient who comes to us and just signs up and we don't even know that they're a veteran. So that's actually There's something. A, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're working on adding that into our app. So then if they are a veteran, we can reach out to them to try to connect them with their local VA so we can look into the process of how constant therapy might get paid for for them. That's a great question. Is um, constant therapy, what else in the future um, or the near future or the far future do you have? Um, um, do you have working or can you tell us what you have working? <laughs> oh, good question. So one thing I'll say is that we are always putting new content into the app. So it's actually really cool the way the app works. All of the information is stored up in the cloud, I say with air quotes, the mythical cloud, and then it goes down to your app when the app asks for it. So Anytime we put a new reading comprehension into the cloud, the app knows that, oh, this is a new reading passage that I could potentially pull for people to answer questions about. So that's one thing we're always doing. Um, and our content team is working on updating questions and putting in new pictures all the time. We're also always working on adding new tasks. And we try to add tasks that fill a gap. So if when we look at our data, we say, Ooh, it looks like a lot of people have trouble going from this task to the next task. We know there's probably something in the in between that we need to add. So then we work with our clinical team and we work with our research team to figure out what to put in there. And we're always trying to add 
things that are a lot easier or things that are a lot harder. So that way we can serve the whole span of aphasia because like we've talked about briefly, it's different for everyone. And then the last thing I'll plug is that we are working on adding other languages like Spanish. Um, that's something that's probably a year or two out in the future, but that's something that we're really excited about. Oh. All right. So have you done anything that has not worked out that you're at least to believe is not necessary? Ooh, that tells us it's like a task that didn't work very well. Or something you, you heard about that you were going to look into that it turns out it wasn't worthwhile? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I think over the years, we're always, you know, taking customer feedback really carefully into consideration. And that's both from, you know, clients who are using it and clinicians who are using it. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes we hear from a clinician, like we put out a really big update, probably about two years ago. And we heard from a lot of patients that the colors that we put in were really hard to see. Um, and it, you know, when we kind of got together and looked at the colors, they looked okay, but for someone who's had a stroke, sometimes there's vision involvement. Mm -hmm. So what mm -hmm. we went back through and did was we looked at all of the tasks in the app and we said, okay, this is where we need to add a darker color. This is where we need to add it, you know, to make things bolder. Maybe we need to change the color contrast just to make sure that, you know, we're meeting our users' needs. So that actually is a good example of a time that we kind of changed our direction based on our customers' feedback. Yeah. Jordan, thank you so much for being here to talk about constant therapy. We really appreciate it, especially on your birthday. It's been a lot of fun and very informative. And with that, I think we're going to wrap it up on this episode of The Slow, the slow better. 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 Better and better. You got better. it. Our lawyers made us say this. Disclaimers. What about disclaimers? Your opinion, the group opinion is not valid well it is but it's, it's valid, valid but i'm having a disclaimer so that we don't get in trouble yes doctors doctors who's doctor There's um they they their doctor yes all right yes. so if people hear something on this podcast you should ask your doctor doctor amen <laughs>